In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It is put very simply that I don't get too giddy. Very good to be with all of you, my sons and daughters, to worship God once again together. I have found it ever so bizarre to say Mass into a phone. Always, of course, praying to God. We can all do that. Anyways, enough of all that. I'm not going to talk COVID whatnotery. I do want to have sort of two parts to this sermon that blend together. One is really kind of news and announcements, but how news and announcements affect like the apostolate going forward. Some of you may know that this weekend throughout the Diocese of Madison, priest transfers are being announced. In fact, there were quite a number of priest transfers. So down in beautiful St. Joseph's, in Baraboo, their parochial vicar, Father Jared Holtzhutter, will become the pastor of the Catholic Church in DeForest, and no vicar will be announced to replace him. In Reedsburg, the pastor, Father Dave Carano, is going to become the pastor of Good Shepherd Parish in downtown Madison, and the parochial vicar, Father Peter Lee, is going to be the parochial vicar down at a parish in Janesville, and only one priest, good Father Pat Wendler, will be coming to replace them. And even though that doesn't affect us directly, I am not going anywhere. Those who like that, kudos. Those who don't, sorry, pray harder next year. Um, and we will also be receiving once again a summer vicar. Some of you remember like Father Bill Van Wagner, Father Andrew Showers, Father Joe Baker, Father Scott Emerson, who were ordained priests and then spent the summer with us before they returned uh, to Rome to complete their graduate studies. So Deacon Enan Zelinsky will be in that same situation. Deacon Enan will be ordained a priest in late June and then will come to us in mid-July. All of the transfers take effect on July the 11th. Now, the only thing that affects me directly is I have also been named the chaplain to Camp Gray. Ordinarily, the vicar in Baraboo was the chaplain. They will now have no vicar, and so I have been appointed the chaplain, the chaplain of Camp Gray. And there's a little bit of a struggle, because some of you will know over the past years, uh, you know, especially this past year, Father Peter in Reedsburg and Father Jared in Baraboo helped out here, not a lot, but Fair enough. I've got a number of diocesan responsibilities and other apostolates I've been involved in, and they allowed me that flexibility, and now also Camp Gray. And of course, the great joy of that is Camp Gray has campled its summer camp, so they'll start back up in the fall, just as Father Enon is ready to go back to studies, right? It's not woe and whore. There's a lot of exciting things about it, but that moves to the second point of this. Let us sanctify Christ as Lord of our hearts. Two weeks from now will be Pentecost Sunday when Bishop Donald Hying will send out his pastoral letter announcing this great diocesan-wide evangelization initiative. We will have the duty to take on apostolic plans therein. And so, let us all firmly sanctify Christ in our hearts. I am finished with coronamania. I will let greater minds than my own figure out what to do with that. We'll say Mass and hear confessions and have adoration. And so, by the way, if you want to sign up for a holy hour of adoration on Thursdays, you can do so in the gathering room. So I'm not worried about that at all. 
myself, all right? Just remember, old, that cough into your elbow or whatever, right? You don't shake hands or eat cheeseburgers with your elbow. If you do talk to someone about that, it's a problem, right? But I just have a duty, right? I have a duty now to provide, of course, for the spiritual and formational needs of St. Cecilia Parish. I also have a duty now to do so at Camp Gray. I'm going to have to figure out what that is and do it with a generous heart. So pray for me that I do that with a generous heart for the good of all. Got to meet with all the area pastors too. We've been great uh, team players, or however you want to say that, with the church in Reedsburg and in Baraboo in particular. I see no reason why that won't continue, and it can become very exciting in the apostolate. But we'll have to make some decisions. What decisions, Father? I have absolutely no idea. This all happened yesterday, so we'll figure it out. And we'll figure it out, pray God, sanctifying Christ in our hearts. I'm your pastor and your priest, so I better do so first. Don't be afraid to give me a little kick in the batushk and say, hey, Father, you can do a little better here or there, all right? If you don't like my new haircut, that's fine, because it doesn't matter. And you can say to yourself, oh, praise God, he'll shut up about the haircut jokes. Uh, sidebar, I will not stop with the good-looking jokes. Everyone has told me how good-looking Father Enon is. And I said, well, that's too bad for him to be merely good-looking. I'm devastatingly handsome, so he'll be in the shadow. Right, see, my point is, I'm glad you can laugh. That makes me so happy. You will not believe out and about in the past month how many of my jokes have just landed flat because people are so serious. But of course, the eternally serious matter of obeying the commandments is the one who loves. And I would encourage you to keep that phrase for the next two weeks from now until Pentecost ringing in yourselves, sanctify Christ as the Lord of my heart. It's personal and interior and also neighborly and actionable. Christ, my God, sanctified as Lord of my heart, which has outward meaning. And if that sounds super serious, St. Teresa of Calcutta, I think, put the same phrase in another way when she said, do small things with great love. My opinion is that's another good way of saying, sanctify Christ as Lord of your hearts. Do small things with great love. You know what? You and I, we're ordinary folks. Some of us have more responsibilities. Some of us have less. I don't know about you, neither the president, nor Dr. Fauci, nor the Pope called me asking my opinion on anything, which is fine. <laughs> if they called you, good for you, but I suspect they didn't, right? We're just ordinary people. Why not be ordinary people? What power we have, what joy we can bring, what hard, weird, strange times we can endure. Do my morning offering consistently with great love. Keep my house tidy, not because I'm OCD, because it's small things with great love. S meditate on those sacred scriptures, fighting those distractions that come and come and come with great love. Oh, those jealous, right? Priest transfers are a great time for jealousy in priests. Or why did he get that and I didn't? Why did he? No, stop. You're not doing that, but I'm saying for me, stop, right? Those kinds of things. Why did they get this? Why did they? No, stop. Say that rosary with peace in our hearts.
endure that coworker who's not in a good mood for whatever reason, the best that we can, and so on and so forth. I don't have to lay them all out for you. Sanctify Christ as Lord of your heart. Do small things with great love for our Lord Jesus Christ. And near to Mary, near to Holy Mary. We all know this, right? She was the mother and the spouse. She was there from the birth and the bleeding and the death and the sweating. She was there in the good times and in the bad. And in all that, Jesus Christ said, Behold your mother. And the beloved disciple takes her into their home. And hand in hand with Mary can do small things with great love. So let's ask her prayers in all our daily life. And now for one moment, let's forget small things. Let's do the biggest thing in the universe. Let's say the Mass together with great love. And why? Because resurrexit sicutixit. Dominus surrexit vere, is risen as he said, the Lord is truly risen, alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.